Hi, welcome to the very first episode of the Drop Zone podcast. The Drop, are we calling it the Drop Zone or Drop Zone? Uh, well, no, we haven't decided. Alright, let's just scrap the intro, we're gonna do it. Alright, welcome to the very first episode of Drop... Drop area. Drop Zone. Drop, Drop Zone? <laughs> welcome to the first episode of Blue Zone, a podcast. <laughs> welcome to the first episode of Player Unknown's podcast battle crowns Pod- like podcaster unknowns <laughs> podcaster unknowns itunes battlegrounds i'm tim catania audio royale i'm david johnson <laughs> no we gotta scrap it scrap it i don't i don't like audio, i kind of like audio royale welcome to audio royale <laughs> why did we name the show audio royale <laughs> i don't know that's a really good idea for man okay well i guess we gotta go change all the branding and <laughs> the logo recreated <laughs> So, okay, this is our little joke, because we haven't done a podcast in, like, two weeks. That's right. Uh, which is real stupid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, that's life. Life happens. So, David is traveling. We had some life stuff going on and just couldn't make it happen. So, But we're here. We are here. We're here, and we're ready to talk about some Battlegrounds. I have a confession. I haven't played Battlegrounds on a PC in two months. Two whole okay. months, David. That's a long time. That's a very long time. That's what happens when you have a baby. That is. It's terrible. I'm well, going to play Battlegrounds at some point in my life It's again. like you left all of your children for one of I your know, new children. For one of my new children. It's what happens. Much like the absentee fathers we are, we're going to check back in now and <laughs> see how you guys have grown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna come around oh you got some new stuff what's up hey i'm your dad Hello. hey look at me hey listen do you think i can borrow some cash <laughs> you think i can borrow uh, some g coin <laughs> you, you, you want to buy some stickers uh <laughs> so yeah i haven't played battlegrounds in a while but i have played the phone version and i feel like that qualifies me as an expert still sure because i'm putting in the work to play the phone version sure Okay, good, good, good. I'm I'm going to try to sit down at some point, maybe just get an hour and play some some good old fashioned player unknowns battlegrounds on the PC with some people that I kinda like, at least. Okay. But that being said, all of these new updates that we're about to read about since we're two weeks behind, I don't know anything about personally. I will talk like I do. Yeah. So we're not gonna do supply crate this week. We're gonna go ahead and reprompt with a question at the end. Because David and I have a lot of news to cover. <laughs> Lots of news. Lots of news. So let's jump right in. I think the Xbox One announcement, I think we're probably going in reverse order of things that were announced, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox One announcement, they have 1.0 has been announced for September 4th, 2018. So it's done. No more updates. It's done. It literally comes out the day this episode comes out. Oh my God. It's our anniversary. It's the <laughs> Xbox anniversary episode. Special. So you guys Much should be Much like a super child excited. after nine months of active development, <laughs> the Xbox One game six, is ready to six birth. To, six to eight months. Let's not joke. Uh, no, uh, so the game is actually is coming out soon. Yeah. yeah, it is nine months. That is actually... I thought you were joking. No, they say no, that in that's here. that's a real joke. Well, they spent more time developing it than that, I guess. <laughs> but they're ready for a full product release. And they're saying, what does that mean for players? That means a ton of new content. So you Xbox folks out there are... I know, chomping at the bit for Sandhawk. Well, I got, I got a surprise for you. It's coming. It's coming. September fourth. It might not be on the test servers already. I don't know for sure, but September fourth, they're gonna have Sandhawk for you guys to play. It's a new map, has a new weapons, new vehicles, that kind of stuff. 
Also, you guys get war mode, which war we've been mode? talking about for months. Yeah. It's very good and very, uh, very, very excited good. for you. This is the perfect... If you haven't played war mode, war mode is a more of a deathmatch. So it's like team deathmatch where you respawn, you parachute in. Correct. Uh, but... The good thing about it is, I feel like a lot of times if you play Battlegrounds and you don't, the first, I feel like the first, like, probably like 30 games I played, I barely shot a gun. Sure. And it was really hard to practice, which we'll get into later, why, how they're fixing that. But, uh, you know, it's hard to practice with the weapons. And so, War Mode is the perfect way to jump in and actually get, like, some practice in. Yeah. Because if you die, you respawn and you have a new gun. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, they're also going to throw some achievements out. They're being added to the game with 1.0 launch. Good they're doing an in-game currency to purchase cosmetics, which we'll come back to. Yeah. And they're also doing the event pass Sandhawk, which allows you to learn tons of permanent rewards through missions and leveling up. Uh, so, David, what's going on with some of the cosmetics? <laughs> I was just scrolling down looking at that. I know. Um, so starting September 4th, all current players from game preview and new players who purchase the game digitally will receive the Xbox number 1.0 set. And uh, let me just... How would you describe... <laughs> how would you I describe would describe this? it as a dirty tracksuit uh, that that Ezio wore for training and then threw off it it does look like an assassin's <laughs> it really does a little bit uh, it kind of reminds me of like in college when you knew like one of the one of the people didn't wake up like early enough to take a shower so they just put on what they were like sure they were yeah they, the they rolled in yeah and a pair of uggs they don't show the pair feet, of uggs assume. a big pair of sunglasses to hide their bloodshot eyes from that hangover <laughs> yeah yeah it's that it's that in a costume form yeah so it's got a cool green stripe down the leg. It's, it's not a bad. It's not bad. I would, not I would use it if I had it. Why not? Um, and then uh, to celebrate the full product release of the PUBG retail version, the disc mm. version, players who purchase the disc version will receive the Xbox number 1.0 slash 99 set. Ooh. Uh, um, which is I an don't exclusive. Know what 99 I, yeah, I, I was trying to figure that out. I was hanging me out. Is that, is that like the 99%? What is that? I don't understand. I don't is know. It, is it because they're going to charge ten ninety nine for this for everyone else? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this is uh, this is this more is a ninety nine dollar skin if you want it. This is more of like your uh, your classic warriors gang motif. Yeah, that's that's fair. Wearing a nice pair of uh, graffiti jinkos. Yeah, you got some graffiti jinkos with the with the uh, <laughs> the legs rolled up a little bit. You got this uh, this. Man, what are those called? Varsity jackets? You got a pair of black and green Toms. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, to look like Toms. Exactly like Toms. Um, it's very good. And some headphones. It's not terrible. It's not it's bad. It's right. It's cool. I like it's it. It's not what I would want to die in the battleground in, but... No. You know, I mean... Anyway, they, they basically go on to say, thank you very much. Here's for more chicken dinners at 1.0. And now, to the to the probably controversial... Oh, hold, although, hold on. Did you open this wireless controller? No, wait. There's oh, there's a controller. controller. I skipped that link entirely. All right, let's talk about Look this controller. There's not much to talk about, but I do like one subtle thing. Are you looking at it? I'm trying. I can't. I got to zoom into my phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty dirty. It's it's digital camo, but there's a blue circle around the left joystick. 
which I think uh-huh. is stupid, but I, I'm into it. And the crosshair on the right. I yes. Like that. Yes. It's very silly. It's very. And dumb. I like I like that they pre dirtied it with some sort of Cheeto dust. Yeah, for sure. I assume. It's not bad. No, it's, it's whatever. It's pretty cool, actually. If you, if I, I don't want to pay $69.99 for it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'd save my other $69.99 and get an Elite controller instead. But Yeah, hey. <laughs> save up for a couple a couple months or something. Yeah. yeah, but it's cool. But no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very neat. So, um, uh, they, yeah, what about this some, other stuff? What if I told you they came up with an, uh, a stupider name than BP, than Brendan Points? I wouldn't believe you. Well, now, have you ever heard of G-Coin? Green coin. G- you want some G-Coin? Whoa, wait a second. That's what I'm telling you, man. He's Brendan, just obsessed with making his own cryptocurrency. Brendan Pesos and green coin. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous, actually. So the so real G-Coin, question is, do you get G-Coin as change from a Brendan Peso? If you... Trade your Brandon Peso in <laughs> for some simoleons in your Sims game. Okay. And you convert those to Second Life Lindens. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Revelation. Is that literally what the currency's called in the Sims? Yeah, simoleons. I've never known that in my whole life. I, for some reason, looked up a bunch of... <laughs> you got really into <laughs> Sims fake, lore? Fake, no, I looked up fake currency one day because I was curious. Because <laughs> okay. one day I'll need this. <laughs> okay yeah sure why not you convert that all to dogecoin dogecoin i know that that's real yeah that is or real was i don't know and then, then you got to convert that to ethereum and then it's gcoin and then it's bp i don't I think it turns back into <laughs> gcoin at some point and quickly the shelf life on gcoin is insanely low <laughs> yeah. uh each gcoin is point zero 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 one bp <laughs> it's more um, volatile than uranium it's 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 ridiculous. No, so so the G coin is the paid for currency. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I mean, I guess for Xbox, Overwatch cost me right? thirty bucks. Yeah, but Overwatch cost me thirty bucks, and you can buy currency for cosmetics. Sure. So maybe it's not that weird. Maybe it's just the thing to do. I guess nowadays. But it feels so weird to me that this is where they're going with this game. But I, again, also can't blame them. But G-Coin's bad. Let's talk about that. So, um, do you think that they're going to eventually... Two questions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're going to roll this out to the PC version? Uh, I think, And yes. do you think that they're doing this because of the, uh, you know, probably pending potential legislation coming down about other... loot, The way loot boxes work. Buying them for straight Maybe. money. Yeah. Maybe. I, I'm actually more thinking that it's going to be the way that they fund this free-to-play game that's going to be free-to-play at some point. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Personally, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure. I mean, whatever. It could be 30 bucks yeah. for the, you know, its entire existence. But Because Overwatch can do it. I mean, why couldn't they? But I really do think. And now, with I don't know if you saw Destiny 2 went free-to-play on uh, PS Plus. Yeah. So if you have PS Plus, you can get Destiny 2 for free. Which is curious, because I have a feeling that Battlegrounds and Fortnite squished it. Yeah. Uh, they probably hammered that game. They were probably expecting a lot more of an audience. I'm sure that the launch audience was fine, but people sticking around. Uh, so, wait, you know, wait, be, be on the lookout for Destiny 2's Battle Royale mode coming out here soon, I'm sure. Uh, but I have a feeling that Battlegrounds is going to end up going free-to-play and try to catch up on Fortnite some. Because, you know, the, the thing about, like, 
the thing about the other games that have come out that have been free to play that are battle battle royale games is not a lot of them are very good or they're not very polished if battlegrounds came out as free to play i think it would be like the the thing that like okay all these kids are playing fortnite but i'm gonna go play the adult game yeah i don't know for sure but that's how i feel about it i mean like that's that's what i'm thinking so i have a feeling it's gonna go that way but to start with this this is basically it's a it's a free it's it's a paid for credit um you can purchase stuff like the event pass sandhawks skin sets made up of items that can be attained from crates skin sets that can be unlocked from the event pass and skin sets exclusive to G-Coin, so you'll only be able to get the stuff from G-Coin. Uh, certain stuff from G-Coin. I already hate how many times you said G-Coin. <laughs> I really don't like it. I feel like we can come up with a better name, and maybe they'll just adopt it by accident. <laughs> Zone Bucks. Like, I'm looking at it, and I almost read the word groin. So if you would get your groin, you can purchase... Uh, <laughs> Crates cannot be purchased with groin and will only be sold for BP. <laughs> After looking and feedback on crates from the game preview phase, we've made a few changes. You will now be able to choose which crate you want to buy. We've made a few adjustments that probably uh, of the probability of getting certain items in crates. You will be able to see a preview of what's inside each crate. Crate prices will not increase with each purchase, and each type of crate will have a fixed price. That's nice, actually, if that sticks around. Yeah. Uh, there will be no locked crates. You can buy keys to open crates. Because they have no locks on them. Uh, you cannot... I'm sorry. Did I read that right? Yes. You can't you buy. cannot buy. So, I mean, you know. What's this next portion here saying? Uh, they'll also be adding a few new crates to the overall system. As of September 4th, there will be a total of five crates available to purchase with BP. And that is the Wanderer, Survivor, Biker, Western Military, and Raider crates. That looks great. Hey, I just wanted to let you know. I had to go look this up. Okay. Um, that's why I made you read the next part. I didn't just hog all the good words for myself. Uh, you know what the money's called in Fortnite? What? V-Bucks. V- V-Bucks? V-Bucks. G-Coin. V-Bucks you and your G-Coin. V-B- you got your V-Bucks. Why don't they just go like... V-Card. <laughs> can, I, can I get your... V-Bucks on credit with my V-Card? <laughs> Here's your here's your V creds. Your I don't I just don't understand why they are imitating Fortnite so hard. You made the game. You created it. Stop. <laughs> Start being a trendsetter again. Stop it. G coin kills me. Ugh. G coin. It's gross. I'm gonna puke. Anyway, that's a really good like. G-coin. You know, third tier rapper name. G-Coin. <laughs> it's your boy G-Coin. <laughs> oh, you Fortnite player, step up here. Put your hands in the air like you really don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> like everything's pretty okay. <laughs> I'm G-Coin. Like, <laughs> Thank you for letting me play at this Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. This Hard Rock Cafe. You don't care, but, but you're also considerate of other people's feelings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm all about G-Coin, let me tell you. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, I like the uh, emotes here. On this, uh... On the bottom of this this reaction page, the like is a steaming piece of chicken. That's good. Okay. Yeah. It used to be poop. They probably just converted it. They're like, <laughs> we gotta change that. People keep putting poop here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, okay. To jump into 
Player Unknown's Battlegrounds on PC, so... Where it matters. No, I'm just kidding. Where it matters. The real, where the men play. <laughs> uh, no, Xbox people are mans, too. Or not. And that's okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. We don't judge. Introducing training mode. Training mode? That sounds really good, David. What the heck is training mode? Well, training mode... Is exactly exactly what we've been, as they said, fervently asking for. It's a shooting range. But wait. It is. It's not just a shooting range. <laughs> but what if I told you? But what if I told you range, for $9.99 a month? <laughs> you could get two shooting ranges. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I haven't read up on this too much. Is this out? So, uh, I haven't read up on it even less than you have. So, Whoa. I they do say, well, not just a shooting range. That's funny. I thought you made that up. Uh, so Bungie <laughs> Training Mode lets 5 to 20 players solo queue with matchmaking, explore a brand new 2x2 two two kilometer map, and practice all aspects of PUBG from driving to the game's various... Ve- I'm sorry. From driving the game's various vehicles around the island's racetracks to practicing parachute landings on scattered targets to mastering the perfect peak shot. There are even areas to practice vaulting, close quarters combat, and, of course, sweet vehicles jumps. For one low monthly payment, you can get prepared meals from Blue Apron. Oh, wait, this isn't a freaking Blue Apron ad. This is PUBG, but it's written like one. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about in this new area, and there's a lot to talk about in this new area, and we'll go into more detail here. Incremental range targets. There's going to be an 800 meter, a 400 meter, and a special 1K range target. Special? special. What does special mean? If it doesn't nuke the whole server when you hit it, <laughs> I, from 1k i'm not it's not special to me uh, also there's gonna be free targets sandy targets moving targets targets inside buildings there's also gonna be a parachute practice area throwables uh melee range there's gonna be parkour area i don't know what cqc close is close quarter combat close quarter combat i'm glad that you're good at the things and reading and stuff <laughs> a vehicle tracks for a long track racing track off-road and sweet stunt ramps sweet that's literally stunt sweet ramps. stunt ramps that's actually in this in this description Open water vehicles, sweet water ramps, table tables of equipment, so like it used to be when you first spawned in. Yeah. Melee weapons, guns, attachments, gear, ammo, throwables, all of the above just subject subject to change. The area is still in development, but they wanted to share their vision of some of the training zone features as they work towards getting it ready for launch, which is currently targeting September. So it's not out yet. We 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 do know that now. It's Look, close. you learned along with us. That's why you guys like us because of our unpreparedness. Uh, before they wrap up, they want to say a few words from the PUBG Madison team, who turned the idea of a simple shooting range into what you see here. Um, PUBG Madison. <laughs> like a sequel to Billy Madison? It's like a, it's like a high-end clothing store, is what it sounds like. <laughs> PUBG Madison's. You, you can only get it like in downtown New York. I only golf in the finest PUBG Madison ascots. <laughs> Stupid. When I wear a, a sweater tied around my neck, it's a PUBG Madison. Uh, from Dave Kurd. This is Dave Kurd jumping in. And they said they kicked off this project. Their goal was to map uh, to serve, was a map to serve all our players. New players should be able to understand the basics of navigation, looting, shooting, driving, and parachuting. Casual players should have fun experimenting in their expansive playground environment, stunt driving, boat racing, and exploring the island to find all its locations. More serious players should enjoy learning about deeper gunplay, how to, how attachment scopes, recoil, zeroing, and bullet drop influence their shots. Also, there's a picture of a loop-de-loop thing. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog in here. 
Gotta, gotta go fast. Look at it. It's got a, it's a, you drive your car up it, and I guess, I assume that the Dacia can make the whole loop, <laughs> and then you go up off a ramp after that. I want to see the van make it the whole loop. Or the bus, <laughs> whatever it is. I want to see the bus try. That's what I want. I want to see people in other cars pushing the bus to make it. <laughs> make it. Uh, so they've said they've had fun building and shooting targets. Uh, their favorite is the peaking target that simulates targets leaning from behind trees. Huh. But they're most they're most proud of all the sweet ramps we've added to the environment. Not all the vehicles work on all ramps, so you will need to experiment from the best car or bike for the job. And remember, hold spacebar to do backflip. I didn't know that. Did you not? No, why? I remember reading space, that, but never did it. Space for backflip, and I think control to move front flip instead. I oh think. Oh my gosh, I've been living a lie. I had no idea. I'm bad at it anyways. I don't ever touch it. <laughs> well, you, it's probably wise not to, unless you're yeah. bored. Uh, <laughs> this will be the perfect place for me to goof off. I'm only playing this mode from now on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Look, I got a chicken dinner every time. Everyone gets a chicken in training mode. Uh, I'll jump in here and we'll read the rest off here. The training mode was designed from the very beginning to have a living map with room to introduce new areas as well as ideas players want to see implemented in the future. That's cool. So maybe they could do like some like rotating events or stuff in the playing area, like races that are actual races. Yeah. Like having starting areas and that kind of stuff. So they, they want to go beyond what players were asking for. They didn't want the map to just be a shooting range, but an open living map where blah, blah, blah. I read that already, basically. Uh, the map is broken up into different sections, short and long-range combat, etc. Uh, they created the map for you, and they look forward to seeing your new and improved skills on the battlegrounds. Uh, they also have a change la- log, and they said they added clarification on queues. Players will always solo queue and use the matchmaking system to find their session of 5 to 20 players. You will not need to find any other players yourself to jump in and play the training mode. I do hope that means you can actually uh, team up, though. Because that'd be a real big disappointment if not. Certainly it has to. I don't know. It says you will always solo queue. Hmm. Ah, we'll work it out. We'll we'll make it happen. We'll get in a game together. If we can do customs on it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. There's one last PC note that is really freaking long. So we'll jump right into it. Um. So they've actually updated this on the 28th. So this is the newest. Eat it. Eat internet. It. Stupid, dumb internet. thinking tell us what to do. Even though you haven't heard this episode yet. We know you. I know. So last week they announced... This is not last week. <laughs> a couple weeks ago they announced Fix PUBG, an initiative to tackle some of the game's long-standing bugs and quality of life requests. Update 19 stressed a slew of these already, and update 20, which is the one we're talking about now, they're adding a section of the patch notes to specifically cover fixed PUBG issues. Uh, as usual, these updates will be implemented in the test server first and will be applied to the live server at a later date. Here's what's coming in the test server today, which should be there now if it's still up. They're implementing fixed PUBG-related improvements and new content, adding a new AR, the Barrel M... Barrel? Barrel? Barrel. B-E-R-Y-L. The Benadryl M762... <laughs> To all maps for wider weapon diversity and strategy. They're adding a new Sandhawk exclusive vehicle, the Scooter. Exclamation at the end. Both the Scooter and the two-seater motorbike can be found on Sandhawk. Also, they're introducing more new functions such as third-person perspective camera position setting and reporting system improvements. Decrease the minimum required players for starting a custom match from 10 to 8. 
That's two squads, basically. That's not so bad. And then yeah. please note that, they, that uh, there may be additional changes made before this patch comes to the live servers. Uh, and there's an update on the Tuck Shy. Has the Tuck Shy. an upcoming... Yeah, the Sandhawk exclusive three-wheeled vehicle that originally planned for the release in the month after Sandhawk came live servers. Due to high-priority development tasks and the extra fine-tuning required to make driving experience of the three-wheeled Tuck Shy feel just right, it will now be released in September. That's good, because at some point I just figured it was a joke, and they weren't actually yeah, playing I, that, because they never said anything after they announced yeah. it. Yeah, I'm glad they added that update, because I was actually wondering yeah. that while we were reading it, so why don't you take the quality of life here? Yeah, so this is the fixed PUBG update section, and under quality of life, the loading screen. They added a new a key guide to the loading screen tips. Uh, under good. the UI, UX, they targeted interactive objects excuse me, targeted interactive objects are now more easily distinguishable by the highlighted outline. The death cam reporting, uh, players can now report a player even if the death cam's target wasn't shown properly. Uh, kill feed display 01, you can now adjust your kill feed display options. And that means for war mode or observer screen, the amount is fixed to five lines, and you can adjust the normal kill feed results to show five to a maximum of ten lines. Under the fixed perspective option, they added third-person aim camera position to options. And under teammate reporting, you can now report teammates. Yay! <laughs> that crappy yeah. experience we had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll uh, curb some of that. So maybe. here's some bug fixes. These are also in the fixed PUBG section. Miramar fix 4. Fixed an issue where a dead player's loot box is sometimes buried in certain locations on Miramar. Item mesh fixed an issue where items were difficult to distinguish from the floor on the police station of El Azahar on Miramar. Replay number two fix fixed an issue that in, in uh, replays where a player appears to be in unarmed state, even though the character is armed with a weapon. Uh, this is also replays fix the issue where a character sometimes vaults the opposite direction while you're time uh, time jumping through a replay. Fix the issue where the bolt action animation doesn't always occur during replays. Fixed the issue where certain sounds are not playing during replays. Character movement. They fixed an issue where a prone player is shown to be moving very fast while on a sloped area. <laughs> <laughs> spectating. Fixed an issue where when spectating a teammate, a teammate's kill field feed will be displayed white instead of blue. Getting stuck. Uh, they fixed an issue where characters can sometimes get stuck between a wall and a vehicle while exiting the passenger seat when the vehicle is touching a wall. Loot effects fix the issue where the looting sound and visual effect play, even though the item is not looted, if the character moves away while looting. Blood effects fixed an issue where the blood effect sometimes shows up randomly while moving in replay. Fuel gauge fixed an issue where sometimes the fuel gauge of vehicles wasn't in sync with the visual display on the dashboard. That's a silly one, but I like it. I like it. They got a they got a new weapon. They've got a little video you can watch to learn more about it. But I'll uh, I'll actually jump right in real quick to it. They added the barrel M762, which is the new versatile assault rifle, which spawns on Erangel, Miramar, and Sandhawk. So the people who were talking about, like, why can't all the weapons spawn and everything or that kind of stuff, this is nice to have a weapon that yeah. spawns everywhere. Uh, the barrel M762 uses 7.62 millimeter ammunition, 7.62 ammunition, and can load up to 30 rounds, 40 with an extended magazine. The barrel has upper and lower rails, allowing for scopes of grip. It has lower per bullet damage than the AKM, but a higher firing rate means higher higher damage per second if you can control the kick. That's cool. So let me shake this uh, scooter. The scooter. They added Boy, a is it new beautiful. 
It is beautiful. They added a new two-seat vehicle, the scooter, which is exclusive to Sandhawk. Both the scooter and two-seater motorbike can be found on Sandhawk. It did not replace the motorbike, and compared to the current motorbike, the scooter has a lower speed and increased turning circle, but the same HP. Cool. Uh, under gameplay, moving right along, they added a third-person aim camera positioned options. Uh, under that, you can reset the right shoulder, which is the default setting. The camera will always be positioned above the character's right shoulder. You can reset to left shoulder, and the camera will always be positioned to left shoulder. Latest peak shoulder, the camera automatically mm. moves to the direction you last leaned. It's weird. Hmm. Latest aim shoulder, the camera remains in the last aim down sights direction in this setting the camera position won't be changed by leaning while not in ADS or scoping hmm. there's a couple pictures of that being displayed yeah, yeah something I never really would have thought of because I don't play third person very often but yeah that's a bad so they did some UI UX changes it looks like the key guide is a little uh, it's a little nice actually it looks yeah it's weird it popped up uh, the other day right in between loading matches and I was very confused that I had hit a button or something for a minute <laughs> what did I do did I go to yeah. settings but it looks like it covers everything so you you know if you're curious you can at a glance figure it out yeah it's cool and, it, and that's actually pretty neat uh, targeted objects are now more easily distinguishable by the highlighted outline which is nice kind of got like a, I think the first game I ever saw it in or really noticed it in was Bioshock sure the, the item item glean or item glow that they get when you're hovering over an item that's pick up you can pick up yeah uh, when a player is not in a group the default team mode is set to squad mode in the lobby after playing in any other modes the setting will be saved to the latest one they improved the design of the map markers the, this is thanks to feedback that some players were confusing the previous marker design with the player icon that's cool yeah yeah so they added a little bit of a the little pins you can drop look a little bit different than the player icons, which helps a lot, I think. Yeah. Uh, they also did some stuff for replays. Replays from previous updates are incompatible with update number 20. Unfortunately, these are older replays are unable to be played. That's sad, but what can you do? You want to take anti-cheat and reporting? Yeah, boy. Anti-cheat and reporting added a report feedback system so players can receive an update when their reports have resulted in action. It will show the report description, the player's name, and report status. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they also added the ability to report teammates in the team management window and added two new report options to the report window. Um, so under custom matches, uh, players will now be able to access custom match settings even if they are not the owner of the session. Hmm. They added two more custom game presets, War Mode, which is Bomb Kit or Dodge Bomb, a game mode which only uses throwables, and the VSS Kit, a game mode which only uses the VSS. Decrease the minimum required players from starting custom match from 10 to 8. Um, and under Skin and Items, Skin. PGI Team Hoodie's <laughs> sale has been extended, and the sale of these items will end on August 21st, which, by the time you're hearing this, they're done. As well in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so they did a bunch of bug fixes. We are, I'm going to blaze through these. Uh, fixed an issue where tooltips for the stun grenade did not accurately reflect its in-game effects. Fixed an issue where characters were seen moving fast while prone when moving on slopes a certain way. Fixed an issue in replays where a character appears to be unarmed even though the character is armed. We read that one. Fix the issue where a character sometimes vaults the opposite direction when you're time jumping through a replay. I think we've done that. Fix the issue where the bolt action animation, blah, blah. We've read all these. Let me see if I can find one we haven't read yet. Sawed off. Uh, Fix an issue where the sawed off wasn't listed as an attachable weapon list. Tooltip of the shotgun choke. 
Yeah. Fixed an issue where sometimes players would not get transferred to the starting plane and instead start the match from the initial spawn location. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so frustrating and also funny. Uh, Fixed an issue when crouching was set as hold and the hotkey was used multiple times in quick succession. The action would act as if it's set to the toggle setting. Fixed an issue where the where under certain conditions, character models could appear stuck in the crouch position. Fixed an issue where, in a rare instances, players could be teleported to an entirely different location while on Sandhawk. What? Fixed an issue where sometimes the fuel gauge of vehicles wasn't in sync. Blah, blah, blah. We saw that one. There are some updates to this as well that, that, I'll, that I'll jump into. Uh, fixed yeah. PUBG update section. This is some more fixes that they've added since. This is on the 21st of August. The fuel gauge... <sighs> I've read that one three times. Uh, <laughs> the exclusive vehicle scooter, both scooter and two-seater motorbike can be found on Sandhawk. Uh, we read an issue where some situations... Yep. We did. Well, some players could see through walls. Fixed an issue where sawed off. Yeah, yeah, we saw this. Okay. Hold on a second. You're good. Um, and then uh, on the 28th, they added replays from previous updates are incompatible. That's what we've already read. And then everyone in the comments is like, duo, first person, size SA. We want that. Let it happen. Do it. Asia. Let's do it. Duo, first person. Duo, first person. I love the comments section. It's always uplifting. Yeah, some guy wants you to tell him how much he hate Nazis and neo-Nazis. He wants to tell him how much you hated them? Yeah, he says, tell me about how much you hate Nazis and neo-Nazis in my profile so we can all have some opinions. What? I don't know what that's in response to. I have no earthly idea. Well, I don't like them. So <laughs> if this were, if you're asking me personally, I guess, I, I mean, I don't want to fight with anybody, but yeah, <laughs> screw the Nazis. Yeah, they're maybe, huh? maybe not great. Yeah, I would I mean, definitely say not maybe. Great. Really, maybe it's not even <laughs> question. Maybe it's not even fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not even fair. They're definitely not great. Anyway, <laughs> I would give them a one out of ten <laughs> on a scale of things I like. <laughs> and we're zero, required zero. to give them the one. That's only because it's the lowest number. <laughs> uh, so, David, that's it for news. There's lots of news. I'm sure we missed something, and I know that there's some mobile news about a new season, but I don't necessarily think our audience cares too much about the mobile game. I'm probably the only person playing it right now. But if you were curious, it's out there. Uh, David, what have you been playing, man? Man, I've been playing a lot of Switch, man. Uh, You know, I'm sure some people noticed that I was gone pretty much from Discord for a week. We went to the beach. It was nice. I stayed in the ocean or the lazy river as much as possible, ate a bunch of really good seafood, and played my Switch when I wasn't hanging out with my family. Um, Sounds great. So I, uh, I pretty much... I haven't 100%ed Hollow Knight, but I beat the main game and am now working my way through, like, collecting all the charms and finding all these little hidden grubs and doing the other mm. DLC. Uh, the, one of the more recent DLCs that was added, like, last week or actually the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was last week while I was at the beach. Was uh, It's free DLC, right? Yes. It was called, uh, I think it was called God something else. Now I think it's just called God Master. It's basically a boss rush mode Hmm. set like it's another area in the game but when you access like the challenges they're all like boss rushes and it's like i don't know i think i played eight bosses before they finally killed me i don't know how long the first boss rush is but there's like three (laughs) different doors that open up a different boss rush maybe it's just one thing maybe it's wild it's fun though 
Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my head against that. So, been playing a lot of that, man. I cannot sing that game's praises enough. If you like Metroidvanias and you want a game hmm. that, uh, you know, will stick with you for a while, get Hollow Knight. I've seriously put like 30 hours in, and like I said, wow. I've beaten the main game at about hour 28. And then hmm. I've just been doing other stuff since. That's nuts to think about for a game that went for $10 last week down yeah. on sale. That's a lot of time. It's a, it's a big game. Um, hmm. Other than that, uh, I also picked up Dead Cells. Yeah, you Switch. liking that? I am liking that. And uh, I was going to... I've been so busy catching up on work, I haven't had time to talk to you today about it. But uh, I was catching up on Bombcasts while I was working. And they were all talking about Dead Cells since it officially released everywhere they could talk a little more freely about it um yeah and uh without getting into too much detail i did i do really like the game i was a little down on it because uh after i don't know probably after like 10 runs of getting the hang of the game and the combat i made it to what i thought was already the final boss hmm. and i was like man that was real short and then after listening to the bombcast there's like 20 different areas to that game for <laughs> at least Four or yeah, five bosses that they know about, and a few that weren't even in the early access version. So that game is enormous, and I have not even started scratching the surface yet. So yeah, uh, yeah if you like uh, kind of roguelikes, a little Castlevania-ish, but very much run-based, uh, you should check it out. Sounds really good. I mean, I, I looked at the like, you know, the animation, yes, or whatever, and I was like, this looks neat. It's a really <laughs> cool game. Yeah, Switch is awesome. That's like the perfect s- system for those kind of games, honestly. Definitely. To me. What have you been up to? I have been playing... So, okay, I'm going to recommend a game to you, Shovel Knight. Have you played Shovel Knight? Yeah, I played it on the... I haven't played it since they added a bunch of DLC, but I played the OG game on the 3DS. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's where I mean, it came out first. That game's really good. It's very good. <laughs> it's surprisingly good. Uh, I, I played a lot of uh, Shovel Knight, so I was I was in a hotel and watching the kids for a little bit uh, for my wife, so she could take care of some stuff. And uh, we were just kind of hanging out over the weekend, and I was like, "Well, I, you know, while they're napping or whatever, I'll play some Shovel Knight." And it's like, "Ah, oh, this is fun or whatever." I, I like Mega Man, but I'm not a huge fan, and it's kind of similar to that, right? And then I like beat the first few levels, and I was like, "Wait a sec, this is way deeper than that. This is awesome." Yeah. So I played a lot of Shovel Knight, and I really like it. And then I then I got to go ahead to buy Hollow Knight, <laughs> and I bought it on sale in the hotel, and couldn't download it over. <laughs> I couldn't get the stupid uh, hotel internet to work, and I was like, "Well, I'll just tether my phone," which just taunted me by letting me download the cover art to the to the desktop of the you know to the start screen of yeah. the Switch, yeah. but wouldn't actually download the game. I was like, "No, <laughs> this is unacceptable." So. I actually dipped into Hollow Knight a little bit today. I played probably 30 minutes of it uh, while, while holding the kid, and that game's really cool. I, I I am at the point where I know, like, I know that this is the early grind where I'm like, I'm going to get into this and like it. Yeah. I had the same feeling with Shovel Knight. The problem I'm having is you can't play Shovel Knight and then go play Hollow Knight. Sure, it's the, two very different games. The controls games. are... Well, I keep trying to down, down you know, like in Sho- Shovel Knight, you can yeah. jump in the air... Uh, to, be, to to explain Shovel Knight real quick, since I you know if you didn't know what it was, it's a 16-bit throwback platformer, a lot like Mega Man. You fight bosses, you you know beat little worlds here and there, and you upgrade your armor, and it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's really cool. Uh, you have a move where you can jump in the air and like basically almost like butt stomp sort of with your shovel, and you bounce yeah. off enemies. I kept trying to do that in Shovel uh, in Hollow Knight, nonstop. Can't do that. I was like. I can't. You can't do well, that. Well, you it's can do that, move. but you have to time it. 
Yeah, I, I don't have any idea how to do it. So I, I, I barely played it, and I kept getting the jumping wrong, because uh, in in Shovel Knight, it's kind of like your jump is your jump. That's kind of it. It's fast. It's one one height, I believe. I don't think you can, like, feather it. Right. In Hollow Knight, you can kind of feather the jump, like hold it longer to jump higher or whatever. And that transition, for the first ten minutes of that game, I was like, I can't play good. I'm bad at this. <laughs> Ugh, and then like also the jumping like is a little more precise in Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight. You get a little, you get fudged a little bit. So like if you run off the edge a little bit, your character doesn't fall. Right. Uh, and, and stuff like that where I'm like having trouble, but I'm really enjoying like the aesthetic of Hollow Knight, and I think the the animation is really good. And I like the sword swipe. I know it's kind of weird like thing to describe, but the length on it feels really good. Like it feels perfectly honed in. Sure. Like the upward slash and the left right slash it, like feels really good. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to get in there and actually unlock some stuff because I have a feeling that's going to be different. That's going to add a lot to the game. But uh, yeah, that and I played a game called Pokemon Quest. Yes, yeah, so I've heard Not a little bit Switch. about this. What is this? It's on Switch. The Pokemon Quest is on Switch. It's uh, it's also on Android. I picked it up on Android because I was bored one day. Basically, you start off and you're on a boat, you land on this island full of Pokemon, and you pick a Pokemon. And you go out and you just start beating the crap out of other Pokemon. Okay. So my Squirtle just, Squirtle just like, you basically, you don't have a control. You don't have like a joystick or anything. You don't control the character. You're, my Squirtle just runs after out into the middle of the woods and just starts wailing on some, rat, <laughs> you know, some ratatatas or whatever they're called. And, okay. and uh, you know, or whatever. And then you beat them up by hitting like, I don't know if you've played World of Warcraft. You know how you have the icons that do your actions? Yeah. It's got that, basically, and they just read, they just, like, uh, have a cooldown, and then you hit them again. Okay. Just do that. And you fight waves of Pokemon, and as you go, you get ingredients, which you bring back to your home base, and you cook food that will attract other other Pokemon, which seems similar to Viva Pinata. I was about to say, is this a little bit like Viva Pinata? Yeah, so you can attract to different Pokemon, but depending on what you, what you cook. Okay. And uh, the cook time isn't like a time thing. It's a it's a adventures thing. So depending on how many how many uh, expeditions you've done, so how many times you go out and fight waves, it'll tick down the timer. Interesting. There is a there is kind of like a pay to play thing going on, but I, it's not super visible. And there's a timer. So like for me, I don't actually sit down and play games very very long. So right. I run into the I've run out of like power or whatever. But there is that. I see it every once in a while. I'll, I'll see my phone, and it's like, hey, your power is recharged. You can go play. I was like, I didn't even know it was depleted. Uh, but it's pretty neat. The It's a, just a silly little game. The characters are real cute, boxy Pokemon, and it cracks me up to have, like, three Pokemon going and just, just beating the... Like, the concept of it is just sending your Pokemon out to just murder other Pokemon. <laughs> and so from that perspective, I'm enjoying my own headcanon of me just being this, like, terrible monster who sends these, like brutal pokemon to go brutalize and just destroy the countryside <laughs> of these wild pokemon who don't deserve it but it's pretty cool i for a free-to-play game for if you want to burn a few minutes it's 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 cool and it gets started pretty quick and and i don't know i burned i burned 15 minutes on it and had a good time sure at, at a time so i'd recommend it so uh yeah that's all that's all i've been playing that i can think of uh but yeah, no, video games on pc have been hard to come by since i've had a kid but uh sure you know Trying to get back. Gonna get back. One day. One day. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, so, normally we do our email section here, but since we had so much news, David and I are gonna go ahead and call it. Yeah. So, well, for... Um, first, real quick. Yeah. We usually... We, we've kind of run long, and we both have other things we need to get to, but I want to highlight something that you and I have both have been watching. Uh, sure. 
Somebody feed Phil. Somebody feed Phil's the best. It's so right, this good. Is, this I is David I, and Tim's. It's so good. Tim's good, good time, happy corner yeah. where you don't have to worry about life. <laughs> yeah. So my wife was like, "Hey, you got to come see this guy. He's so happy." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And so we, I was like, "This is stupid." This theme song alone made me not want to watch the show. Uh-huh. Although it's like super catchy. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But no, basically, this show is the guy who created Everybody Loves Raymond. He made a. Uh, he basically had a cooking show on PBS at one point, which is also on Netflix if you haven't watched it, David. But Yeah, I saw it the other uh, day. Not a cooking show, but a, a food travel show, kind of like Anthony Bourdain stuff. Right. Uh, except for like a lot less depressing. <laughs> um, basically, he goes around and he goes to special restaurants and like holes in the wall and he eats good food. And he just he's just a really likable dude. Like he just has a really like a joy that you can see in his face. Like he just really enjoys eating special food and hanging out with co- cool people. Yeah. Uh, and like in today's climate with politics and the news and everything that's happening, like it's really nice to sit down and watch a show that doesn't have an agenda and there's no, it's not like a thriller or, you know, a drama or whatever. It's just him doing things he enjoys. And I, I don't know. I'm glad that you said that. Cause it's like one of those things where if you need a reprieve from life, it is so it's perfect. Good. It's so good. That and, uh, Zumbo's, Zumbo's just desserts. Yeah. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that. I really like it. It's, you know, I got one season. Uh, it's on Netflix. You can watch it, and then uh, they have another show called Sugar Rush, which has the same dude. Zumbo's a weird dude, but uh, it's a fun. He makes some pretty cool stuff, and it's pretty fun to watch. Somebody feed feels great. Also, leaving in September, which will be gone by the time you guys hear this, but for David at least, there's a show about porting Everybody Loves Raymond to Russia to the Russian audience. Yeah, there's a documentary. He was talking about Phil. that on one of his. And one of the somebody feed Phil. Yeah, episodes. there's a there's a documentary on Netflix you can watch right now. That's very so, weird. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm gonna try to get it in before huh. it goes away because it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's <laughs> some weird named Everybody Loves Something, and <laughs> it's very good. Everybody loves Vlad or something. I don't know. Uh, it's it's it seems like a really interesting watch, but yeah, good. I I have as I've gotten older, it's been like I don't want to watch as much dark stuff. Sure. I mean, not that I don't enjoy, like, you know, a Luther or, like, a Breaking Bad every once in a while. As much as, like, I just want to watch stuff that's, like, feels good to watch. Yeah. You know, like, like I win at the end of this no matter what. There's no losing. You know, yeah. Like, I don't have an emotional, like, response other than happiness. And uh, somebody who feels great. Yes. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, we, we would normally would just do Supply Crate here. But, it's, like I said, we're running a little late. And... We, we just, you know, we're so far behind. I don't know that anyone really remembers the question. So we're just going to reprompt with a question. Uh, and now that we have a little more experience with it, our question was, are you satisfied with fixed PUBG? Why or why not? Uh, what would you have them focus on? So I want to know what you think about that. Also, the new stuff that they're releasing and the training map, like, I, I don't know if it's out on test servers yet, but if it, if it does come out, we want to know what you think. Or just by looking at the pictures and the descriptions, what do you think and what do you hope for the test map? So kind of just like a, hey, the recent updates that have come out, we want to know your thoughts kind of question. Yeah. So just to put that out there. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at mailjobsomecast.com or hit us up in the Discord uh, under the Supply Crate channel. It's discord.jobsomecast.com. And we will for sure be doing Supply Crate next week. So if you write in, we'll, we'll read it on the show. Yeah, boy. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, this is the, the end of the show. This is where we ask you to rate, review, and subscribe. It's kind of a pain, we know, but it really does help us move up the iTunes charts. Let's people know about the show, helps grow the community. So if you wouldn't mind, rate, review, and subscribe. If that's something you want to do or can do, we'd, we'd appreciate it. 
takes just a second. Uh, also, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. It's all basically uh, at DropZoneCast or DropZone slash DropZoneCast. Uh, the Discord, again, is discord.dropzonecast.com. David, who made that music? That music comes in from Scarewave. If you like the intro and outro music, check out Scarewave on YouTube. We got a link in our show notes. Or you can just search Scarewave on YouTube and find his stuff. He's got other music and uh, content that he creates. He's a real cool dude. Yeah, thanks, Stairwave. So until next week, I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. David, yeah. if PUBG was ported to Switch... Uh would you play with me on switch instead yes okay see that's what i wanted to hear only PUBG and switch except for it's going to be the crappy mobile version only got to talk to each other through our phones but not we have to by calling each other it's real weird it's the worst it's the worst system (laughs) nintendo has no idea what they're doing on the internet i'm really worried about their soon to launch uh it's like if our grandparents just had an inkling of an idea of how to get one part of a system working (laughs) But then they were like, I don't know how you talk to people. (laughs) I I downloaded voice chat for everybody. I don't know. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's so bad. They have their uh, their, their online service, $20 a year service is coming out soon, which is going to play like classic Nintendo games. And I'm very curious how they're going to do this wrong. Oh, yeah. But maybe they won't. Maybe we'll Well, see. Here's the thing. And I don't root for failure ever. I don't want them to fail, but. The last time that something weird happened with a console, they ended up giving like everybody like free 3DS games or something. You remember that? Yeah. Ambassador <laughs> yeah, games. I do remember so that. if something does go wrong, we could get something free Maybe out of it. Maybe we get some Super Nintendo games for free. <laughs> yeah, or something. I don't know, cool. but you know, <laughs> there is some silver lining to this weird system they have. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.